Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you optimize your health, fitness, and mindset on a whole food, plant-based lifestyle. My name is Maxim Siguain. I am a former triathlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, and basketball player, and I've been vegan for over nine years. I'm also the founder and CEO of Fit Vegan Coaching, which has helped over 500 vegans from 20 different countries to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you to hear today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right, good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. Today, we're going to answer the most second most common question that I get, because the first one is obviously, how much protein should I be eating per day? The second most common question that I get is, how do I build muscle as a vegan? And so today, I, 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 made, I prepared some notes just as I wanted to make sure I covered absolutely everything so that I can answer your question once and for all, and then I can send this video to people every time that they ask me. All right, so building muscle as a vegan is very simple. It's very similar to, to how you do it when you're not vegan, right? You'll find a lot of common themes from the podcast episode I did, how to build strength as a vegan. So let's just dive straight into it. So the number one point is you want to be straining uh, strength training three to five times per week intensely, right? So I'm adding that to it because I see a lot of people doing their workout and not actually pushing their boundaries. Like we talked about how to build strength as a vegan. If you want to build muscle, the muscle needs to have something to adapt to. And so if you're always consistently uh, training with the same weight, the same repetitions, the same set, you're not creating some variation in your training, you're not adding more intensity, you're not adding more sets, playing around with your reps, changing up the exercise to work the muscle at different angles, then your muscle has no reason to get bigger, right? Because why would it get bigger? There's not enough stress for it to need to become bigger because we only grow out of stress as humans. And so we need to create that stress when we're in the gym. That's literally all you're doing is you're just going in the gym, creating a stress on the specific muscle that you're training to force it to become stronger. And so you want to strength train three to five times a week. Under three won't make a difference. Over five is just uh, it's really hard on your central nervous system and you won't have enough days to, to recover. Um, especially if you're someone like, uh, like that's like me, like it's really hard to, to pack on some muscle. Um, the more you do, it's actually counterproductive because you don't grow when you're in the gym, you grow when you're outside of the gym and you only have one day outside the gym if you're trying training six days a week. So I personally do five and I do one, um, then one session of, of cardio, sometimes like biking, swimming, running, whatever I, I, I feel like doing for my heart health, right? There's a reason why I'm doing it, not because I'm trying to um, necessarily burn some fat. So strength training three to five times a week and make sure it's hard. So what I mean by that is if you have three sets of, um, you know, 15 repetitions, once you get to 15, you should have about one to two reps uh, left in the tank. You don't want to get to 15 and almost drop the bar on your face. You want to also give a, a break to your central nervous system so that you're not like overly tired all the time. And then if you get to 15 and you can do five more reps, then the weight is obviously too light. Um, and it's not going to require the, uh, the adaptation that is required from your muscle in order for it to grow. So you want to make sure you're training hard three to five times a week. That is point number one. Point number two, and I put this um, on purpose a second, I said eating enough calories. I put it before eating enough protein, simply because you could eat enough protein but be in a calorie deficit and not put on muscle at all and potentially lose some muscle depending how deep your calorie deficit is. And so you need to eat enough calories in order for it to have enough energy for your body to recover and build some muscle. 
So here's the reality if you are a natural athlete. If you're in a calorie deficit, it'll be a lot harder for you to pack on more muscle. The majority of the time, if you're preparing for a show, you're doing a big cut, the goal is to retain as much lean muscle mass as possible because again, you're putting your body in an energy deficit. And so your body is gonna go and prioritize the organs that need energy in order for you to survive. And muscle is not really one of those that are really essential for you to survive. And so, yeah, if you're in a deficit, the goal is to maintain as much muscle as possible, potentially put on a little bit. If you're at maintenance calorie, meaning you're eating enough calorie to sustain the energy expenditure that you have per day, then you're in a, a better zone for you to pack on some muscle, but it'll be very slow. The most optimal state in order for you to pack on some serious quality muscle is to be in a calorie surplus. And now if your maintenance calorie is 2000 calories, for example, I'm not saying to go to 3000, I'm saying go to potentially 2300, right? You just want to do a slight increase because if you go from 2000 to 3000, that is a huge jump and you're just going to put on a bunch of fat as you're putting on some muscle. So all you need to do is to be in a slight surplus and it's going to allow you to do basically what we call a lean bulk. When you're in a calorie surplus, there's more energy coming in than what's going out. So your body has more than enough for it to recover, to pack on some muscle. Now, every proper, you want to call it bulking phase, lean bulking, muscle packing phase. When you're going through that phase, you're going to put on a little bit of body fat. It's normal. It's just a part of the process. Just like you need oxygen to breathe every day. You can't not do without it. It's the same thing. If you're doing a muscle building phase, there is some fat that's going to come with the muscle that you're building. I'm currently doing that and I'm doing that for the next year. I'm doing a bulking phase where I'm going to be in a surplus. I'm currently uh, towards the end of my reverse dieting with like 3000 calories and we're going to work our way up to, to 4,000, but I'm going to be in a surplus and at 4,000, I'm not going to stay super lean all year round. I'm going to put on a little bit of body fat, but it's going to allow me to maximize how much muscle I'm putting on. So that's why it's important for you to eat enough calories. Cause if you are in a deep deficit, even if you're hitting your protein, you're going to, you're not going to optimize how much muscle you could be packing on. So on the third point, like I just mentioned is to eat enough protein. So this is probably the most common question I get, but you need to eat around 1.2 gram to two gram per kg of body weight. You probably have an equation that is the equivalent for the amount of grams. You can just do that amount, right? Divided by by 2.2 and I'll tell you how much, how much it is per pound of body weight, but 1.2 gram to two gram per kg of body weight is the range that you should be eating if you're someone that is actively trying to pack on some muscle or someone that is actively working out. You will see some studies out there that will show 0.8 gram um, per, I think per kg or per pound of body weight. That is a number if you want to be healthy, not if you're trying to build muscle, not if you're trying to improve your body composition. It is a number for you to be healthy because if you make the math on that, it's probably going to bring you around 50 to 60, depending how heavy you are, potentially 70 grams of protein per day, but that would be on the heavier side. So that is not enough for you to pack on some serious muscle and for you to um, shift your body composition. Protein plays a key role in helping you shift your body composition in the right way, which I have a podcast that I'm planning on recording um, exactly on what is body recomposition and how exactly to do that. So again, third point was protein. Now, the fourth point is don't do too much cardio simply because to a certain extent it becomes counterproductive. And now I'm not abiding by the rules of, of bodybuilding, which I used to way back in the day. Cardio will kill your gains, right? Your muscle gains. It's not true. You need cardio to have a strong heart. 
right? You can have the biggest arms that you want and the flattest stomach and the nicest butt ever. If your heart's not strong, it's gonna stop beating at one point, right? So you need to make sure you keep your heart healthy. So you need to include some type of cardio or heart training in order to allow your heart to stay healthy. And again, it's pumping blood across all your body. It's driving all the vitamins and nutrients across your body. Like you need to have a strong heart. So keeping cardio at a minimal when you're doing a proper muscle building phase is really critical. Currently I am at 60 minutes per week and we're probably gonna go down to potentially like 40, 45 minutes per week for the rest of the year. Um, simply because I want to do a proper muscle building phase. So keep it at a minimal. And so if you're, if you're doing one to two hours per week, that is still fine if you're doing that amount because it makes you happy, right? I love mountain biking, I love swimming, I love going outdoors, I love doing all these activities, and so that's absolutely fine. But if you're someone that's currently training for an Ironman or, or a long distance triathlon, it would be counterproductive to you packing on some muscles simply because the sheer volume of, of cardio that you're doing is also going to limit the amount of strength training that you can do, and it's obviously going to impact your recovery, so you're not gonna be able to pack on as much muscle. And so just be wise with your cardio, Keep it at an amount that's um, you know 45 minutes to 60 minutes per week. That is fun when you're in a calorie surplus and you're doing a proper muscle building phase. Not when you're in a fat loss phase. It's a very different conversation for them. So point number five, um, and this is the one that people don't like to hear, is you need to have enough rest and sleep. Your body doesn't grow when you're in the gym. When you're in the gym, you're tearing yourself down. You're actually becoming weaker when you're in the gym. And there's a process called supercompensation. So when you're out of the gym, your body recovers from the weakness that you created and it becomes slightly stronger than the previous level of fitness that you had when you started your workout. And then when you recover and then you do your next workout, you become weaker, then you recover and then you're slightly stronger than the first time, right? Your muscles are slightly bigger, slightly fitter. And that's how you do it is over time. So you need to have enough rest and sleep in order to um, allow your body to recover to the extent that it needs to in order to build muscle. Because when I see people is like overtraining, they're gonna train, they get weaker after their training session and they start recovering and they don't even go back to their previous level of fitness and they do another training session. And then they obviously get weaker after a training session and then they start recovering and they do another one. And so they're heading downwards instead of upwards. We want to head upwards. We want to pack on some muscle. We want to get fitter. We want to get stronger, have more stamina, have more endurance. So enough sleep and rest is critical. And then last part, I just point number six as a bonus. And uh, it's the one that most people don't like to hear is you need to have patience. It takes a really long time to pack on a lot of muscle. It's, it's a lot easier to lose 20 pounds of fat than it is to put on 20 pounds of muscle. Yeah, I'll be honest with you, like 20 pounds of muscle can take you 10 years to put on. Losing 20 pounds of fat can take you three months to lose, right? Just to put it into perspective, it's a lot harder to pack on muscle. And I'm talking about quality muscle. I'm not talking like muscle plus fat when you're doing a bulking phase, because you might do a bulking phase, put on 20 pounds, and then you do your cut, and ultimately you gain maybe like four pounds, five pounds, and that's over the course of like a year, two year. So it does take time to build quality muscle and you just need to be patient. That's a part of the process. That's why you'll see a lot of, if we grab the people that train for muscle growth optimization, which would be bodybuilders and fitness competitors, they have their season where they get really lean to step on stage. And then as soon as they're done the stage, they do a muscle building phase. Right? They go into calorie surplus, they train really hard so that when they do their next cut, they can reveal the new muscle that they just gained from their muscle building phase and their physique looks completely different from the previous cut. 
Because what I see is people just do a cut, reverse die, go back to maintenance, and then go straight back into a cut and wonder why their physique doesn't look different. I'm like, well, you haven't really had time to pack on some serious muscle, which is the reason why I'm taking the next year to pack on some muscle because I would like to see my physique be different the next time um, that I get leaner. So guys, those are all the six points that you need in order to build muscle at vegan. So I'm just going to recap those. Um, you need to be strength training three to five times a week. You need to be training hard. Second, you need to have enough calories. Third, you need to make sure you're hitting your protein, 1.2 gram to two gram per kg of body weight. If you're unsure, just, and you don't like tracking your food, just track for one day, my fitness file chronometer, any of those platforms, just to give you a ballpark idea of where you're at. Point number four is don't do too much cardio. If you're training for endurance race, it might be counterproductive to you packing on some serious muscle. Point number five is rest and sleep. And then number six, everyone's favorite, be patient because it does take time to build some quality lean muscle. All right, guys, that's all I have for, for you guys today. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to let me know. You can leave a review, five-star review. You can message me on Instagram or Facebook if ever you have uh, any questions. I always love chatting with you guys. If there's any podcast topics you would like me to cover, as you can see, I take your recommendations to heart. I have a whole list of things that you guys are asking me, and those are going to be the topics for the podcast for the next few months. So if you have any ideas, feel free to shoot me a message on Instagram. And obviously, if you're uh, interested in working with us, there's a link down below for our Fit Vegan Blueprint coaching program where we've helped over 500 vegans from 20 different countries completely transform their health and their bodies. So you can book your free consultation call on there. And I hope you guys have an amazing day. Ciao. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to support, please share it with others that would benefit from it. Share it on social media and be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Maxim underscore official and on YouTube at FitVegan. The links will also be in the show notes. I'll see you in the next episode.